Hey, welcome to episode two of Being Human is Weird. We are so glad that you're here and giving us another listen. Today's topic is a big one and one that we face, I think, really regularly in life. And that is feeling frustrated with something in your life. And having these thoughts of changing it, or how would I change it? How do I want things to be different? Making a plan, and then going back to the normal routine until the next time that you feel frustrated and have thoughts of change and make a plan, and the cycle repeats and repeats. And this can also be making a plan and sticking with it for a few days, a few weeks, a few months before going back to your routine. So we are really going to focus today on consistency struggles and how to start something new without feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. So why do you think, Carrie, that it's so easy to get caught up in that pattern you described instead of just deciding what change you want to make and making it? Yeah. First of all, fear, fear of failure or sometimes fear of success. Second of all, uncertainty. Um, It's easier to stay in your comfort zone, even if you know it's Mm -hmm. not working. If this habit or a routine is not working for you, it's already what you know. You don't have to think about it too much. doesn't require that mental lift. And three, maybe you are trying to make a change that you don't actually want, Um, but you think you want because of our society or because you're comparing yourself to others, or you believe that if you were to make that change, your life would somehow magically become perfect. So I think um, misunderstanding of what you truly want is the other reason it can be so difficult. Wow. Those are all super powerful things. And I think um, the one I'm most interested in getting back on is the third reason you gave. Sometimes we think we need to make changes because we're comparing ourselves to someone else. So let's talk a little bit about why that sucks and why we should try to get away from doing that so we can focus our efforts on making changes we actually think will be beneficial to us and our lives. Yeah. So identifying the areas you want to grow and you actually want to grow. And how do we go about doing that? I think we have to have that bigger goal in mind. I want to do X, Y, Z sometime in the future. Maybe you have a specific date. I want to run a marathon next year. Keep asking yourself why, like that annoying four-year-old, until you really get to the root core motivation behind that. I think that's the only way to know whether the outcome you're seeking is something you truly want or something you're doing out of an unhealthy impetus to be someone that you're not. So if you're choosing something that you really don't even want to do, of course you're going to have that lingering fear of failure surrounding it because you don't have the motivation or interest in doing it. The motivation is because someone I perceive to be better looking than me does it. And if I want to be happy like them, I need to emulate everything that they're doing. 
And I would argue that that is a failure in itself to put yourself through trying to get to a goal that you don't actually want. Life is too short. You know, we need to fill it with joy and express our creativity and whatever fills us up and energizes us. And trying to accomplish a goal just to check that off of a list without any joy in the journey feels like a failure to me. So let's say they know what they want. It will benefit them. They have a big picture idea of, okay, this is something I want to accomplish by the end of the year. Then what? So how do individuals get to that big picture item? Exactly. And that is what we are discussing today, the actual steps to take to get you to that goal, but maybe in a more meandering way than what you're currently thinking. So you said it so well, Abby, have that big picture goal in mind, and then you kind of have to let that go. It's fine to have that in your heart, but on a day-to-day basis, you're not going to be running a marathon. You're going to be stretching and strengthening your muscles and adding miles. It is not zero to marathon, right? So focus on those small, incremental, one thing at a time changes. This is where we have seen a lot of people quit before they've even begun. What is really important to understand when you're starting something is one day off is not going to completely derail your progress. Just like going for, I I don't know why we're still on the marathon thing, but going for one jog isn't going to make you ready to run 26.2 miles. Just like resting one day isn't going to make it so that you're not ready. It becomes more about showing yourself some grace and create ways to realistically be holding yourself accountable. Once you have this bigger goal in mind that truly motivates you to your core, then picking something realistic that you can do every day is building up that discipline and consistency. In the example of Abby wanting to get up early and take walks every day, she might have the goal in mind that she wants to take a 30-minute walk every single morning. But if she gets up a little bit later than usual and she only has 10 minutes to walk, it's better for her to take a 10-minute walk than to do nothing at all, right? And that's not a failure. That's making a consistent choice and being disciplined. So that is a way to realistically hold herself accountable to that change that she's trying to make. I think the other big thing is don't set a start date. Today is your start date. Yes. What can you do today? What is something very small even that you can do to progress towards that goal and give yourself a win? We spent so much time in our lives saying, Monday, I'm going to completely overhaul all of my habits and become a new person. Starting the first of next month, I'm going to this. Oh, it's really over for you bitches once January 1st hits because I'm going to be, you know, the best me yet. And we've all done it and we've all done it a hundred times. And most of us have probably done it every week for the last 15 years. Don't do that because you can do something today. You can drink an extra four ounces today. 
you can do three minutes of stretching. You can add in one extra vegetable. You can do something small every day to progress. Why is it so important to celebrate things that we would consider small, um, such as drinking an extra four ounces of water in a day? Why should we celebrate that? Celebrating wins not only helps you identify where you're winning, you have to be more mindful if you're identifying your wins. That means you're paying more attention to yourself. So that's a huge win. Celebrate it. And celebrating your wins usually motivates you to do more winning. And by that, I mean at the end of your day or at the end of the week, if you think back on what really made you feel good and let yourself celebrate those wins, you're probably going to do more of what made you feel good the next day or the next week and so on and so forth. So people think that starting with something as small as adding four ounces of water every day, just add four more ounces of water for this week. Well, that's not going to get me to my ultimate goal. Y'all, I'm, I'm not kidding that small incremental changes add up to huge shifts. What matters is the journey and the growth that's taking place as you are changing and building that consistency and self-discipline. There truly is no end goal. You're not going to reach happiness and there you get to retire. So let's all enjoy the ride here because that's all we have. And you brought up a lot of big buzzwords that we'll probably be using quite often. Discipline and consistency. Carrie, and you guys will hear Carrie talk probably more than I will. She's a rock star with it about becoming and being more mindful, becoming and being more intentional and using those two things to create consistency within your routines and new habits that you're trying to be deliberate about implementing. So something I just want to bring back and talk about, it's not about waking up one day, deciding to do these things, and then doing them every single day. It's about doing it a couple times. And like Carrie said, at the end of the week, evaluating what worked, what didn't, how do I need to shift? Almost looking at it objectively from an outsider's perspective, instead of being the one that's like, well, this day I didn't do it. So I'm the worst. I suck. I shouldn't even try anymore. This might be uh, a good time to talk about all or nothing, <laughs> the, yep. the all or nothing principle. Yep. That's what I was going to say too. Breaking out of all or nothing and what might that actually look like? Abby, you brought up waking up one day and being perfect. And all of a sudden you are that perfect version of yourself every day going forward. That's not a realistic in any way. <laughs> so we have to <laughs> let that go. I mean, that's all or nothing thinking. And that's not very kind to ourselves. We are human beings and we are weird and life is weird and it's going to keep being weird. So what can you control within that day ahead or that week ahead and focus on that? Let that be enough because it is enough. It really is. I think all or nothing is the opposite of self-compassion because you're putting these harsh restrictions on yourself and saying, if you don't perform in this way, then you are not worthy, which mm -hmm. is bullshit. So we've all been at the place where it's like, well, today I didn't do what I said I was gonna, I'm a failure. 
what would happen if you just said, it's not a big deal that I didn't today because I can try it tomorrow? Breaking out of all or nothing by looking at these changes as experiments and then reevaluating at the end of each week what worked, what didn't work, what made me feel good, and what do I want to do more of. So when we shift the all or nothing thinking from, I have to start doing all of these things every single day to, I'm going to experiment by trying this X number of times this week. And at the end of the week, how did that experiment go? Do you want to adjust it at all? Do you want to go another week trying that same experiment? Because if we focus on it as an experiment, we can be a lot more forgiving of ourselves if it isn't the right fit for us. Not everything is. I am not waking up at 5 a.m. to do boot camp. You can go to hell. That's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I will do boot camp on my lunch break every single day because that's what makes me feel good and it motivates me through my afternoon. So it really is finding what really makes you feel good and adjusting it for your real life, your Mm -hmm. schedule, your demands, and prioritizing yourself in those ways. And I think for those of you who need extra motivation, and we all do, but finding where that extra motivation can come from, allowing that to be where and how you need it is another great tip Mm. on this journey. Some people like to have affirmations in a place that they're going to see them all the time, a sticky note on their computer or right away in their planner when they open it up in the morning, keeping a running list of why you want to create this consistency, this discipline, this new habit, this new routine, whatever it is, but why, truly why, and having that handy, whether that's in your mind or again, written somewhere. And then I think the last big one for motivation is having an accountability buddy. That's where health coaches can come in. That's what we do. We thrive. We love being accountability buddies. And we also know that at a certain point, you're going to grow out of us. And that's beautiful. That's again, what we love to see. Abby and I act as accountability buddies to each other quite frequently, and obviously the people we work with, but it can also be more casual. My friend and I trained for a half marathon. We're across the country from each other, and it was just via text. Hey, I got my run in today, or my knee gave out halfway through my run, and I didn't quite get that. Whether she responded or not, just knowing that I had somebody to kind of report my progress to made me more accountable. So let's do a recap because we threw a lot at you today. When we are met with that pattern of frustration, thoughts of change, plan, back to routine, the starting place is to identify the areas you want to grow by continually asking yourself why, getting to that deeper motivation. And then focusing on one thing at a time, making those small incremental changes. Don't set a start date. Today is your start date. So you're starting today. Congratulations. Way to go. (laughs) Break out of all or nothing thinking by looking at all of these changes as experiments and bring in that self-compassion and self-love. Have motivation where and how you need it and focus on the growth that's coming with the journey rather than that end goal. If you don't take anything else away from this episode, please be patient with yourself. Just by taking a few minutes 
to listen to this episode or a few hours if you play it on repeat, like I'm hoping you will. You took that much time out of your day to learn something and to try to make yourself better. So even if you don't do anything else today, you've done that. You're Celebrate up. that win. Celebrate that win. Woo! Buy a coffee on you for you. But something just to celebrate yourself. You deserve it. Don't let yourself think that you don't. And we will catch you back here in a week or so. If you are with us and thinking that being human is weird, then make sure you follow us on Instagram to see all of the wonderful things that we utilize at being human is weird. And we would love to hear from you. So reach out with questions, comments, emotional outbursts. And until next time, stay weird out there, human beings.